Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's going on, guys? Today's music intro was the Montreal Canadiens intro song. And yeah, man, I know you got goosebumps. I did. I I got goosebumps. You got goosebumps. I'm sure all the listeners got goosebumps. That is the perfect song. The season is upon us. Gibby, are you excited? Oh, I'm jacked up. I'm jacked right up. Me too, me too. So that's why we're having an early show this week, Tuesday, because we cannot be bothered. My nerves will be running all day. We're playing the Leafs. It's I need concentration. I need to be chilled and relaxed. Yeah, ain't nobody got time for a Wednesday podcast this week. So today we're going to talk about current events, Habs news, Montreal Canadiens have new captains. Mm -hmm. Uh, We break down the final roster. We make some predictions and provide some hot takes. We got weekly sports picks and so much more. But first, uh, we need to hear from our sponsors. What if you could listen to what the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time was listening to as he gets focused for the biggest race of his life? What if you could hear what your favorite athlete was listening to while he was warming up catching balls in the end zone, or what that snowboarder was listening to while they were flying 150 feet through the air? What if you could listen to whatever anyone was listening to at the same point in time as them? What if I told you? Now you can. The Sunspot app. Gibby, tell them about the Sunspot app. Sunspot. Connecting people with creators. Create a playlist, add tracks, share the link, listen to music at the exact same time as your friends. A silent disco for the World Wide Web. No ads, no fees, all yours. Sync, stream, share. Yes, and soon we will have a podcast page on the Sunspot app, so you can listen to our podcast there if you ever want to listen to them on the go. We are getting that up and running. Tell your friends about Sunspot. I mean, it's a brand new app. It's going to blow up soon, trust me, and you're going to wish you had it. So mm-hmm. make sure, get it happen. Get it happen. <laughs> See, <laughs> I just made a mistake there. And that's perfect for what this next little segment is. Um, you know, it's preseason for Habilison as well. So here's something our producers, a.k.a. myself and Gibby, uh, picked up on. That's what's going on. Yes, welcome. This is episode three, season two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sticking on Blue Jays, Roberta Osuno. <laughs> what? Fantastic. Kid looks positionally sound. I think he's going to stick around, and I'm sure he'll get... No. But if the team isn't scoring, you're using... Oh, my goodness. Schlemko just hasn't regained his overall play that we saw in St. Louis ever since we acquired him. Okay, so, uh, oh, the, okay, yeah. 
I got the <laughs> right there. You need help? I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> So if you hear there, uh, you know, last episode was a little bit of a rough one. You know, yeah. we made some mistakes. Uh, you know, it, it was season three, episode three. Today's season three, episode four. Uh, it's Roberto Osuna, not Osuno. Um, Schlemko never played for St. Louis, Gibby. <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually pointed it out to you as soon as I left the house. I'm like, man, I think I said you St. Thought, Louis, yeah, you thought but you it's said San, San Jose. Jose. I know you didn't mean that. We're going to let that slide. And, you know, both of our brains shut down from time to time. It happens. But, hey, the show must go on. Yeah. Gibby. So uh, it's time for now. What has happened since we've been gone? Since you've been gone. So Giancarlo Stanton, okay, hits a bomb over the monster at Boston, in Boston. And uh, some super fan, or is he Superman? <laughs> huh? uh, he threw the ball back and hit him. Did you see that play, Gibby? Yeah, I did, actually. What a monster arm. Sign that guy. Okay. <laughs> I only know this because of uh, golf when uh, I used to play Tiger Woods. But when you're... You used to play Tiger Woods? Against him? Yeah, against him, actually. <laughs> uh, no, when ex- he was injured, he still beat you. For expo- <laughs> Yeah. He had no arms and he still beat me. Um, so when you're higher up, when you're higher elevation and the target is lower, the ball will travel further than it actually Whoa. would. Wow. Yeah. So so he's not a he's not, he's a, not superman. a superman. He's no. just an average guy living an average life, and we're making. I, come on, that's still impressive. No, it was impressive to hit the guy to hit Giancarlo. Yeah, that was impressive. That was good aim. That was like, very. It was, good it was aim. yeah. It was pretty good. I don't think he'll let, anybody could ever do that again. But it was pretty cool to watch. If anybody, if you haven't seen it. Go check it out. It's pretty. It's a pretty funny play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Manziel, man, he finally threw up the money sign. Uh, he threw his first TD of his f- first of his CFL career. Yeah, first one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how do you feel? You don't care. I don't care because the <laughs> CFL is not my league. Okay, how do you feel about him throwing up the money sign? Yeah, he's making like. <laughs> <laughs> Three quarters of what he would have made yeah, in the NFL least, if he wasn't he a stooge. He finally threw it. Uh, you know, he threw a touchdown. And yeah, give him, him props. Give him props. Where's he playing, anyways? Uh, he's in Montreal. Oh, wow. Good for him. Yeah, the Alouettes. Nice. Uh, Earl Thomas broke mm-hmm. a leg. Literally, he went out there and broke a leg. Break a leg, <laughs> Earl. Terrible. Uh, he did it. And uh, he was seen sticking up his middle finger towards the team bench. Yeah. He yeah. came out there. He played. He wanted to get paid. Yeah, he wanted that guaranteed money, and he didn't get it. And look, he comes back, boom, breaks his leg. Exactly. So that's why people who criticize Le'Veon Bell for holding out, this is the reason why these players, yeah. he's doing that, because he wants guaranteed money. Yeah. I think uh, some people will find this one amusing. Philip Zadina mm-hmm. starting his season in the AHL. Yeah. Why is that amusing? Because just like, you know, people were criticizing the Habs about not drafting Philip Zadina. That lady at the draft, you remember her face. She was appalled. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Okay. And uh, he's in the AHL. And guess who's not in the AHL? Jesperi. Kotka. 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 So I find that funny. Uh, Ryan Johansson, he scored an OT winner Sunday against the Canes and immediately exits. Through like the visitors' doors, you know the ones like yeah. placed behind the net. Mm-hmm. He just literally scored the goal. Yeah. No celebration. Walks right out yeah, the door yeah, like yeah. I've had enough of preseason. 
Yeah, I, I saw that. It was pretty funny. It was like a skate off. It was yeah, like, yeah, my- like there's no celebration. It was like, okay, I'm out of here. Overtime goal gone. I thought that was pretty amusing. Um, the Oilers traded Jacob Yerabek to the Blues for a 2026 rounder. I didn't even know he was on the Oilers. He's just he's bouncing around everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I don't know, man. I just I thought Yer- Jacob Yerabek was like had some promise. I thought he I was guess, on Washington. Yeah, he was, and then I think he got traded somewhere. It wasn't. I don't even know, man. Poor guy. <laughs> anyway, good luck. He was supposed to be good. JJ Jacob. Um, the Leafs traded Connor Carrick to Dallas for a seventh round pick. This will become a sixth if he plays fifty plus NHL games. Mm-hmm. So not a bad. I, I like Connor Carrick. Yeah, I thought if because at first the initial report was that he was on waivers. Yeah, I was like he's getting scooped for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about getting scooped, I'll come down a bit here. Uh, Carolina claimed McElhaney from Toronto, and Philadelphia claimed Pickard. So they lost two goalies today. Yeah, I don't two even know who their other goalies are. Yeah, like well, they have like I don't know. There were some other names I didn't even recognize. It poor guy. Like wow, they lost both. I mean, it's good because they're both not AHL guys, right? Yeah. Well, Pickard has some promise, and McElhinney's older, but still a decent goalie. Yeah, posted good backup. Uh, perfect. Backup. He had a career year last year. Yeah. Well, he's a good backup. But you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, staying on the Leafs, Mitch Marner has said that he will not discuss a contract in the season. So if the Leafs don't extend him. I mean, and there's not much time. He's waiting it out. Do you blame him? No. Why is it? It's a it's a distraction. Yeah, it's true. Stick and, to the sport. And I think that he's like the other night. Man, he was one of the best leave leave, leave player of the three headed monster. People are gonna say, "No, man, Austin Matthews." I like I like Marner as the a way more he's complete, playing right now. I like him as a more complete player than anybody. Yeah, of if, the three. if he does what he did the other night, yeah, definitely. Uh, Scotty Hartnell. He retires after 17 seasons. Mm-hmm. Big year. Or Pro- big career, sorry. Big year. Eh? <laughs> he had a big, big year. year. Big year, but Yeah, Scotty Hartnell's a hard-nosed, good uh, veteran guy. I mean, he was. I thought he was good. He was a useful player. Yeah, he was. So good luck to Scotty in his retirement. Uh, Tom Wilson strikes again. So I was hoping that the suspension would, we have, would have known what it was. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I'm saying <clears throat> five to seven games. Um, uh, like it's Crosby said it too. Like the guy hasn't learned from all his previous suspensions. Like you just this guy is such a like. Even if he hits somebody and it's not a a dirty hit, and like it'll still look bad just because he of his past mistakes. Yeah. Or suspensions. Yeah. Like he's Yeah, he's under the microscope. He's a disaster. That was that I mean, yes, I mean it is kind of dirty. I mean it is shoulder to shoulder, but still kind of a blindside hit. I didn't like to hit at all. It's I mean and, and it's, it's unnecessary. It's not yeah, it's not a bad like it wasn't a bad hit, but the fact that he if I was talking with you and I was talking with a bunch of people like if he came more cuz it was it happened like more so in the center ice and they were going towards the offensive zone. It was if, in the. It was up just past the blue line. Yeah, if just. if he was in, if Tom Wilson came more so from the defensive zone, not from like center ice, it would have been a, it would have been an open yeah, ice and hit, then, and, and it also, wouldn't have been bad. And also, but he because would see it's him a, coming. Yeah, too. it's a blindside. Like he, no matter what angle you see, he's coming from a blindside. Like you can't see it coming. So obviously, even if it's, it, people are saying, oh, his head was down. He's uh, he had it coming. No, like. 
Well, he he did look like he he probably was. He should have had you know been more aware there, but still the hit is bad. He, you don't see him yet. Yeah, you can't see. Okay, you're it's more your blind spot. Y- yeah, exactly. So it's it's a dangerous it's a dangerous hit. It's a very dangerous hit. So I think he's getting ten plus. I hope so. That's my prediction, and that sucks because I drafted him on my team. <laughs> my did you actually? Team. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> you know what? He puts up numbers and he hits like a machine. He's actually like for fantasy. If he's got a type of league that has hits and, shit yeah. and stuff like that, the guy does a little bit of everything. He's he's like a hard nose. He's not. He doesn't belong in this new era of NHL. Yeah, he he's exactly. He kind of like it's like he time traveled. He would yeah. suited perfect for back then. And he's not like the thing is if you take the dirty out of his game, he's actually not a bad hockey. No, player. he's not. That's the sad thing. Um, big Joey Thornton, man, he got his ba- beard gone. Shaved. What do you think? He that was a dirt. He had a dusty beard. Yeah. that thing was ugly. It had yeah. to go. Yeah. Uh, he looks like ten years younger. Yeah. And he does. Uh, he I think does. it was. He looks like he's ready to play another five year seasons in the NHL. Yeah, I don't know his first name. I'm pretty sure it's Timo Meyer. Yeah. Uh, he tweeted or he was interviewed, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't feel like I'm playing with my dad no more. I feel like I'm playing <laughs> with a guy that's just on my team." <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Flyers, they waived Dale Weiss, and the Golden Knights waived Dan Carb. I think both were uh, both cleared. So, mm. so I, I feel bad for Dan Carr. I actually hope that he would find some type of you know regular playing time. But that just goes to shows for all the for all the people who thought you know when we got rid of him, oh man, why'd you do that? Yeah. I mean, look. Can't even crack the. Well, the Knights are good, but yeah, you can't crack good. another lineup. But exactly, and I don't think he will. Yeah. Dale Weiss, I mean, he was already the <laughs> declining Dutch, the when Dutch we got Gretzky. rid of him. He's yeah. lucky to have been around. We got him in the prime. <laughs> yeah, when we cre- we created his yeah. prime. <laughs> uh, Jason Garrison, he signed a contract with Edmonton, one year, one way, six hundred fifty k. I like I like Garrison. Yeah, it's he's all right. He's all right. Uh, now it's Habs news. We'll get into some Habs news now. Uh, Dupre, he received an AHL offer from the Habs, but also has a Swiss. Swiss offer from the Swiss League, so we're still waiting on the announcement. Uh, he hasn't announced a decision yet. Um, the final cuts for Canadians were Lindgren, Chapu, and Augustino. I guess no surprise there. Yeah. They were sent down. Uh, Jasperi Kotkaniemi made the team, as everybody should know by now. He'll be the youngest player, the only player born in the 2000s to play in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Shaw. She's clear to play. He should be back. One concussion away from a career ender. <laughs> and the Canadians, let's talk about this trade. So they acquired Brett Kulak mm-hmm. from the Calgary Flames and returned for defenseman Matt Termina and Renat Valiev. So Kulak will go to the Rocket. For now. Um, so Kulak played, I believe it was 71 games last year. Um, in the NHL. In the NHL, exactly. Um he, I was reading a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of Calgary Flames fans were upset to see him go because when, um, oh my goodness, who is it? Who got injured last year? Help me out here from the mm-hmm. Calgary Flames. I don't know. Defenseman? Yeah. Hamilton? We, was it Hamilton? No, no, they just got, they just, they just got him in a trade. Oh my goodness. I'm brain farting so hard. They got him in a trade, uh, from the Islanders. Oh, um, Hamannick? Hamannick. When Hamannick got injured, he ended. Thank you. He ended up jumping <laughs> in, um, and he he did well on the top four. Yeah, he's so, not bad. He 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 actually. Yeah, I think that he's he's a good depth guy to have. Yeah. 
Um, I liked Valiev, to tell you the truth, and I didn't understand the trade because I thought Taramina is a veteran guy. I thought he would be a good... He puts up numbers, and he'd be good to kind of lead the young surge of players down there. And mm-hmm. Valiev, I thought, too, had some potential. Yeah. Maybe the best player in the deal is Kulak because he played in the NHL. I still think it's kind of an unnecessary trade, just like the... Um, uh, Shin Carrick for uh, Kirby Reichel. I thought Kirby Reichel could have been a little useful. Yeah, but useful. Shin Carrick was... He, he was okay. Good. He was okay, yeah. Um, I was reading something about the Laval Rocket having to be under the veteran. Yeah, there's some veteran that's another reason. Yeah, there's, there's another reason. So that's probably why, right? Yeah, I guess they didn't want too many people to sit because there's only a certain amount of veterans you can dress. So that might be the true reason why they got rid of Taramina. Still a little bit of a head shaker for me, but maybe, who knows, maybe Kulak ends up being half decent and carrying the team. And JDLR, man, he's on the IR due to a cardiac episode. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate for him. I don't know. I don't know what the definition of a cart like. I don't know what that. Maybe he had like bad chest pain and it's heart issue related or we something. We don't know. It's I just, just hope it's not episode. too serious. Yeah, me too. So, wish yeah, him good luck. I do, and it's kind of unfortunate. I mean, a guy who was battling all training camp. I thought he yeah. he had his moments during training camp, and yeah, it's it's. I I'm praying for him. Mm-hmm. I really hope that he he gets better and we see him soon. So. Let's uh, hope to pray for JDLR's uh, recovery. Uh, so that's all we got for now. Time, Time to get, get into this show. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. People let me tell you about my best friend. He's a warm-hearted person who loves me too. Why wouldn't we start here? Hello, Captain Shay Weber. The assistants are Brennan Gallagher and Pauly B. Give me your thoughts on this move. I like the move. Um, it was pretty much expected that Weber or Gallagher were going to be the captains. Um, Weber has obviously has the experience from Nashville in being captain. He's got great leadership, according to a lot of previous teammates. Management seemed to agree. Um, as for Byron and Galley, I really like this move uh, for them to become the assistant captains simply because they're both very not similar players, but they're both they have they both have so much heart and they give their 100 percent every single game and you see it every single game. Yeah. So hopefully these three guys can allow the team to play with intensity like all three do on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. I think, though, that Shea Weber, he, Shea Weber was given the captaincy out of fear. <laughs> Nobody could look into his eyes. He's in the a locker. stone cold <laughs> man. Like, and Gallagher said, "No, man, I don't want this. No, 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 I don't want him, man." He's like, "I got to share a locker room with Shay. I can't do this. I can't Not look him in the eye, man. Can't look at the man mountain." He was scared. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I can't say that I'm surprised, man. I mean, he's the mm-hmm. right man. Yeah, um, he's on a long term contract. He's the biggest, he's the toughest, he puts up points, he lays the body, guys have to answer for him. I mean, there's the list goes on and on of what this guy does for the team. He's just a character guy. He His 
qualities scream captain. That's that's mm-hmm. who he is. Um, and I like Galley and Byron too to be the assistants. I think yeah. it's fantastic. Um, like you said, two of the hardest working guys on the team. I mean, when you got a bunch of young players coming in, this these are the type of you. guys you want them to look up to. Th- these are example. the guys who lay it all on the line every single night. Ever since every game that Shea Weber played here, he was the best defenseman on the ice for our team. Mm-hmm. Always. Okay? And it's not too often that some a player on our team has a better game or a harder working game than Byron and Gallagher. So yeah. I mean, it's just it's the number it's a perfect trio. They did they did a great job. I know some people wanted Gallagher to lead the charge for the new, you know, the new era of youngsters, but yeah. I think that as long as Shea Weber's on this team, he needs to be the captain. And they're not planning on getting rid of him, so this was the right move, and if they do eventually get rid of him, Gallagher's next. One hundred percent. So I think it's I think it's a great thing, and uh, my father's uh, Shea Weber jersey. I'm gonna uh, take it into the shop, and uh, put a C on it for him. Put a C. Put a C. Okay. Um. So Saturday night was the last preseason game. Mm-hmm. Did Saturday night's performance raise any red flags for you, or do you think it's just kind of like a ah, last game of preseason, foot off the gas, let's not get injured, it's a throwaway game? Yeah. Um, it didn't raise any flags, to be honest, but I do believe it does. This preseason kind of goes to show what kind of season we're in for. Um, basically a roller coaster of emotions for Habs fans. There's going to be games that are exciting, electric, there's going to be goal scoring. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be absolute duds of games where it looks like we're pretty much icing the Brampton beast, right? Um, Who are no longer our affiliate. No, but that <laughs> it is what it is. They're an ECHL team. You shouldn't have an ECHL team being iced in the NHL. So, no, it didn't raise any red flags. It did... And I guess, yeah, you were saying it, it is the last game. I'm sure people were kind of easing up a little bit. Didn't want to go into the corners too hard. Didn't want to get injured. So there was a little bit of hesitation there. So it, it take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, okay. I think overall, yes, it's a throw. Throw that, hab, you know, throw that game away. They mixed up the lines and D pairings. Um, and I'm sure maximum effort was not given in that game. But I think, you know, anytime you're shut out, whether it's preseason or not, it's always a bad look. look. Mm-hmm. And, and it's against the Dusty Senators. Like, that's even worse. Yeah. They're supposed to be one of the worst teams. So that doesn't help. Uh, and But again, you know, it's pro hockey. So on any given night, you know, anybody could beat you. But that was a pathetic effort. I mean, I watched that game. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Carey Price did not look good again. No. That's what's m- the most worrisome. If I got to be honest, man, he looks like Carey Price from last year. And I'm not liking it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to put too much stock in it yet. It's preseason. He's been known to take it easy, you know, in preseason. That's something yeah. that he's always done. But, you know, he's he's been visibly angry in a couple games because he knows there's a couple saves he should have made. I mean, his stick handling has become sloppy. Yeah, it looks right. It like, doesn't look it's good. It's not what it used to be. I yeah. don't know what, he, what he's doing. He's making a lot more mistakes than he used to. Um, and it just seems like those days when the team used to be so confident, and I mean, just fans would be confident knowing that, hey, he'll he's back there, he'll make the save. That's starting to fade. Mm-hmm. I think that confidence is starting to fade. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's 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 worrisome. It's it's a lot of money he's making. He's made maybe what one or two big saves this preseason. Like he hasn't really robbed anybody. Yeah, he's not looking like a ten dollar, uh, ten million dollar goalie to me. Ten dollar. <laughs> he's looking like a ten dollar. Yeah, not ten million. Yeah. Um, but you know, okay. Like I said, I'm not gonna be going crazy here. I'm not putting too much you know stock into it. He wasn't terrible this preseason, but he wasn't great. That last game, I can forget about it. You know, like Men in Black style. Yeah. Right? Like uh, that little ten thing. And uh, wait, what? What game? What game are we talking about? What game? Who? Who are you? What are we doing here? What, what did you do with my pants? <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I think overall, though, delete that game. It was a, a, a positive preseason. So I'll just kind of you know focus on the positives of the previous games, and I'll delete this one. Yeah, now. agreed. But I'm really keeping an eye on Carey Price, and I really hope. He proves me wrong. Please, Gary. Be, we need you back, bud. We come need on, you back. Gary. Bud, bud, come on. Strap him up, bud. Let's go here. Yeah. Stefan, man, you got you got to get him back. Um, so, yeah, preseason is done, if you didn't know. I mean, no. who wouldn't know? No way. Um, so what are your thoughts on the final roster and the starting lineup? So, actually, I just got a notification. that Yeah. Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens have released their opening day roster. We already hey. we already knew, but I Hey-o. guess it's pretty funny we're talking about it. Okay. Yeah. So I'll tell you guys what the roster is. Yeah. In case you guys are living under a rock. So forwards, Joel Armia, Paul Byron, Philip Dano, Max Domi, Jonathan Drouin, Brendan Gallagher, Charles Houdon, Jasperi Kotkaniemi, Arturi Lekkinen, Matthew Pekka, Thomas Plekanec. Uh, Nikita Sherback, Andrew Shaw, and Thomas Tatar. For the defensemen, we have Carl Alsner, Jordy Ben, Noah Jolson, Victor Mete. How do you say his? Xavier? Xavier? Javier? Xavier? Xavier? <laughs> Boulette? Jeff Petrie? Mike Riley? And then goaltenders, Niemi and Price. Um, John Liu posted a projected lineup. I really liked it. Um, as a whole, I think our team looks pretty solid. It looks solid. Um, I'm excited to see Kotkaniemi playing. I don't like, I I still don't see him playing the full season. I still see him playing the nine and then going once, um, what's his face comes back. Mr. Uh, JDLR. Yeah. Um, unless he's like, remember, Okay, go on. Unless <laughs> unless he's absolutely unless he absolutely outs is outstanding, right? Then and you he makes it like impossible for Bergevin to make the decision to send him back. Yeah. Um. I see. So basically, the the, the projected lineup for the Leafs is Tatar, Dano, Gallagher. The Leafs. Yeah, that's the Leafs lineup. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> the for Leafs? the game against the Leafs. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Um. Tatar, Dano, Gallagher, Duran, Kotkaniemi, Armia. Byron, Domi, Lekkinen, Pekka, Plekanec, Houdon, Rashaw, whoever is not. And the odd man out is Sherby. And then Sherback's the odd man out. And then the defensive pairings are Mete, Petrie, Riley, Jolson, um, Alsner, Ouellette, and then ben, odd, the man, odd out. man out. Yeah, thank God. And then Price, Niemi, obviously. So I like the third, uh, the first line, very well balanced. Um, second line, Druen, Kotkaniemi, Armia is very interesting to me. You have Druen, who is a wizard, Kotkaniemi, who is a wizard, and then Armia is the 
finish finisher <laughs> on the uh, on yeah, that he's line. He's not really a finisher, but I guess he no, adds some size. At yeah. least he adds some size. He can go into the corners, dig yeah. up the pucks and stuff like that. It'll be that. That's a good line. Uh, I really like Byron Domi Lekin, and that's a hardworking line, really electric line. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know our our roster. I'm not. I don't have very high expectations. I don't. I just. Mm. I don't want to get my hopes up, and then we get heartbroken like last season. Um, I'm expecting the the Habs to finish bottom ten. Okay. In the league, so my I like I said honestly, my expectations for this roster and what I think of the final roster. It's a good roster. Good balance to it. Um. But I just want the games to be fun. I just yeah. want I do, I want I want to have fun watching the games. I don't want to have to be like, it's like halfway through the second period, and I'm like, dude, shut this stupid game no, off. I know, I know. Um, I think it's what we expected. I mean, yeah, yeah I think there's a, there's no really top line. It's a balance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing is I don't know why they switched Mete and Riley because they were you know Mete was playing with uh, Jolson and then they switched them. So, I don't know. Maybe they're not ready to commit to the two youngsters together yet. Yeah. Maybe not on opening night. Maybe later on. Um, There's one head shaker, though. Why are they playing a winger at center again? Why are they playing Pekka at at the wing and Domi at center? I mean, why, you know, if you want Pekka on the team so badly, play him at center. But where are you going to put And then put the winger, put Domi on the wing. I mean. Where, though? What line? I don't know, but I that's mean, what I mean. Just to fit the players in, do you really have to switch guys out of position? Like it doesn't make sense. But Domi is he was he was a center. Right? Not really. No, he's a winger that played a little bit of center. So I don't know. Like okay, I'm not gonna go too crazy here. Let's yeah. let's watch a couple games. Let's let's see. You know, we can get a better idea what the best thing to do is. That's just something that jumped up to me. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. You know, this is that's only the bottom six. So I think that the top six looks pretty good. It looks like uh, you know, pretty solid. Um, they were very productive, showed great chemistry throughout the the, the preseason. Um, I just hope the nerves don't get you know to the, the best of the youngster Kotkaniemi. Um, and you know, the one thing that worries me it's a it's a road game now. We didn't play too many road games in preseason. So yeah. you know that the opposition does get to control the matchups. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all unfolds. And it's great tests for the youngster in Toronto and in Pittsburgh. We're going up against some of the best centermen in the league. Yeah. So, you know, I think I'm fine with the, the, the overall decision with the lineup for now. Um, but let's, you know, lest we forget that, you know, when DLR, JDLR, and Delorier and Weber become healthy, uh, there's something that... You know they're gonna have to make some. Yeah, they're gonna make some decisions on this team. So that's something we're gonna have to visit again very soon. But I think uh, switch things up for the first couple games here. I think the top six is gonna stay how it is for now, and they gotta find what clicks on that bottom six. Yeah. Right. I think you know mix things up. Maybe play if Domi doesn't do well at center this game. Maybe put Pekka there, and you know. I'm fine with trying things. It is what it is. Like like I said, no high expectations this year. Let's throw this lineup out there. Let's see what these kids do. I think they're going to do a lot better than what people expect. I'm excited to see them. So let's just let's just uh, make it happen. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Hab a prediction now. Yes. Uh, so it's time for us to have some predictions. So who will score the first <clears throat> Habs goal of the season? All right. Uh, first goal goes to my boy, Arturi Lekkonen. Woohoo! Nice little shot from the top, from the slot. Top cheese, boys. Okay, okay, okay. My Habs first goal is going to my boy who has his own sauce, tartar sauce, Thomas Tatar. Tatar. Okay. I'm choosing him. He's going to score. He's going to sniff one. It's, he's going to come down the wing. He's going to receive a beautiful pass from Philippe Dano, and he's just going to snippity, snip, snip. Snip, snip. Um, let me see. The next, have a prediction. How many goals will Carey Price let in before the next show? So we have two games leading up to the next Wednesday, which is our This next is play. like not enough. What the heck, man? We yeah. waited all summer for this, and you only give us two? Like, yeah. what the heck kind of garbage is that? So I'm saying two games, Price lo- allows five goals. Five goals? Yeah. Okay, in two games. I'm saying six. Six goals in two games. Okay. Um, if you want scores, I'm going to say f- Toronto wins 4-2, and Habs beat Pittsburgh 3-2. 4-2, three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Okay. Six, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm since you're so who say that again? Who wins? So I'm saying Toronto's beating the Habs on opening night four two. Okay. And the Habs are beating Pittsburgh Saturday night three two. Okay. So we have similar results, just different scores. I'm saying Toronto beats Montreal three two on opening night, and I'm saying in Pittsburgh when. Your boy Gibby and your boy Lewis. We are will be at be the game. And we'll take some game. pictures and videos, and we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna be lit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying in Pittsburgh, Montreal's winning four two. All right. Yes. Cool. Yes. So, who will be? Oh, sorry. <laughs> will a goalie get a shutout <laughs> before the next show? And if yes, which one? Yes, there will be a shutout. And, and it it's going to be Mr. Sergey Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky. He'll be getting a shutout before our next show. Okay. And I'm saying there will be a goalie shutout, and it's going to be none other than Quebec's very own Marc-Andre Fleury. Hey, that's not With the Vegas pick. Golden Knights. He, he, was, he did it a lot last yeah, year, and why not? Let's just, let's just do it again. Yeah. It's that building, man. It's the oxygen. Yeah. Now... We are presenting the Habilison Easy Bake Oven Hot Takes. Give me some hot takes. Two Habs-based hot takes. All right. My first hot take, Mr. Tomash Tatar will score 35 goals this year. Oh, my God. You are kidding me because on my hot takes, I have Mr. Tomish Tatar will score 30-plus goals this season to make up for the absence of Galchenyuk and Pacioretty. So, okay. Wow, we're on the same wavelength. I think I don't think you're going to go... My second hot take is a little outside the box. Well, not really, but yeah. Um, another hot take is Montreal will finish top 15 in power play goals this year. Okay. And will be a top five team on the penalty kill. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 
As long as we don't have to play the Leafs too many times. Yeah, <laughs> well, we actually do, but because they're in our division. Um, my other hot take is Xavier Wallet will score the most goals out of all Habs defensemen and hold on to an NHL job. Wow. That's Hot. a good... And that was our Have a Listen Easy Bake Oven Hot Take segment. Looking for some hot stuff, baby, this evening. I need some hot stuff, baby, tonight. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Have a Listen is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a Rocket Power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at rocketsportsmedia.com. And we're back. Back again. You know what time it is now, Gibby? Time's time it. Time for some quick thoughts. <laughs> so, quick thought. Is it okay to cheer against your own team for betting and fantasy sports purposes? Well, I mean, it's okay. I don't recommend it because of the bias behind it, Okay. Also, I'd like to go on record by saying every time I bet on the Philadelphia Eagles, they lose. Every time I bet against them, they win. So I refuse to make any sort of bets towards them because no matter what, I am wrong and I lose. So I think it's okay as long as you make sure it's a sure thing and you win your money. Yeah, I guess it's okay. Listen, the one thing I disagree with is don't be cheering for your fantasy hockey players, opposing players playing against the Habs who score on the Habs just because they're on your fantasy team. Mm. That is a no-no, and that's disrespect to the team, and that for, you know, that for me is just a red flag. Don't do it. Uh, betting purposes, yeah, I don't ever like to bet on the Habs because you're right. Every time I bet on my own team, they lose. Um what I do like to do is bet on the Leafs because every time I bet on the Leafs, they lose. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's how I jinx them. Fair enough. But uh, I say fantasy sports is worse. If you're cheering against your team, betting, I mean, there's money involved, right? Yeah. I know fantasy has, you know, money involved too, but it's one player, one point. Let them get a point against a different team, not your not own against, team. Not against the Habs. It's just not good. No. Another quick thought. Um, do you think that the TV should show arena entertainment instead of intermission hockey talk? Um, I get it. The interta- some of the entertain- arena entertainment that you see when you're at the game is pretty funny. It's some pretty, of it. It's some pretty of good. It, yeah. um, but I think intermo- intermo- intermission talk is a good thing. It, gets you, it gives you the latest from around the league, but um, like all the latest rumors and whatnot. But let's be real here, Lewis. 
Uh, we never even watch the intermission. <laughs> yeah, okay? we don't. We're we always go outside, have a smoke, have an adult pop, talk about the period, and basically have our own hockey talk panel. An espresso. An you espresso know, with a little uh, bit of... Uh, enjoy the weather. Yeah. We got Dreger, McKenzie, and Button all in the garage during that intermission. Yeah, so we're yeah. good to go. We do our own talk, that's yeah. true. So, uh, But I'm talking about for other people. We can't just think uh, about ourselves all the time. Whatever. Give them intermission if you guys like. Yeah, if you guys I like rumors, give them some the intermission talk. I guess you know it is exclusive to the fans. That's why you go there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think certain things should be televised, though. Why not? You know, like the the race with the mascots. Yeah, know, those are funny. Those are pretty funny. You you can squeeze that in, and then a little bit of hockey talk because you know there's two segments usually, right? There's like the first segment, which is like Don Cherry, the yeah. and then you take a commercial, and then it's the other guys talking. I don't really ever listen to those other guys. <laughs> it's usually biased Toronto media guys yeah. who I just hate listening to. I mean, even Don Cherry nowadays, the information is quite useless, but <laughs> it's still entertaining. I um, can't wait until he pronounces Rasmus Dahlin. <laughs> I just realized that. Yeah. That's going to be funny. Yeah, we'll be watching. We'll be watching Don. Danny. Um, so, yeah, okay, now, you know, it can't always be Habs all the time, can it, Gibby? But I just want it to be. I know you do, but uh, now that you've had your dessert before dinner, uh, let's uh, talk NHL. Let's go around the league here. Um, we did this last year. Who is your early choice for Calder Trophy winner this season? I'm going to go with Andrea Sveshnikov. Andrea or Andre? Andre, Andrea. <laughs> Same thing. His last name's crazy to pronounce. The A is silent when you want it to be. Yes. I think he's got the most raw talent and most immediate talent. Um, I think we're going to see. Oh, yeah. Zadina's in the AHL, so he <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look like a good choice. Bazinga. Um, I think he's more going to, he's just going to remain level, levelly skilled. And I think guys like Dalene are only going to get better. The Chuck are gonna that's, good. Chuck are gonna get better. That's a great way to describe levelly skilled. Is it? Fantastic! It's a great way to describe. Like a he's not gonna. Oh, I guess. I yeah, guess yeah. He's just. He's I love not. It. No, I love it's it. It's just gonna be like a like a like a flat line almost. He's yeah. gonna like he's gonna stay gonna level. Get consistent. He's gonna stay consistent. There you go. <laughs> and then guys like Deline, Kachuk, and Kotkaniemi, they're gonna develop <laughs> into like a mountain. They're gonna travel <laughs> they're up gonna the mountain. <laughs> I love so. it. You're on fire. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to develop and they're going to bring their game to a higher level. Okay. <laughs> this is Gibby's take on development. So last year, you chose Debrinkit, right? Last Debrinkit. year, he, he had a pretty decent season. Yeah, did he even come close to Calder, I though? Mean, uh, did he get votes? Maybe like, you know, 12th or something. Not okay. bad. And not better yes. than my guy. I chose Josh <laughs> Hosang. <laughs> and he's actually in the minors now. <laughs> Again. He's <laughs> so what a genius I am. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that didn't pan out even this year. I mean, it's for next year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, again, the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he be coming around the mountain. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go a little safer this year. I'm going to go with Brady Kachuk. Okay. I think he's strong. He's got a nose for the net. He's going to score goals on this terrible Ottawa team. Somebody's got to do it. And exactly. I think he's going to do it. He's shown me that he's pretty good. I mean, I think I'm going to say 30 goals, 20 apples, 50 points for the rookie. Okay. And he's going to lead all rookies, and he's going to win. Fair enough. Okay. Is that cool? Okay. Okay. Uh, taking it still around the league, uh, we're going to break down who do we think is going to win every division and why. All right. So Start with the Atlantic? Yeah, let's go okay, Atlantic. Atlantic. Okay. So the Atlantic, I'm taking Tampa Bay to, be, to win the division. I think Vasilevsky is going to compete for the Vesna this year. 
I think with all their firepower, with Kucherov, Stamkos, all those guys, I think Tampa is going to do very well. Uh, so good that they're going to win the division. What's your pick? Um, so, yeah, I mean, this one's tough. I mean... It's a good division. Tampa, you know, Toronto, Boston, it's going to be a battle. Florida, too, is a little bit of a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Toronto. I think Toronto is going to... To, to win the division. I think the power play alone is going to win these guys a lot of games, especially divisional games. Um, I think they're going to win the division, but still get kicked out in the first round this year. <laughs> so that's my prediction. Let's go to in the game seven. <laughs> in game seven by after, the Boston Bruins. After being up 3-0. <laughs> um, let's go to the Metro. The Metro. Um, I got Washington coming out of the Metropolitan. Um, staying steady like spaghetti, with the former Stanley, yeah. yeah, with the former <laughs> with the former Stanley Cup champs, over with another over. Sorry, over Ovechkin, <laughs> Ovechkin with <laughs> another monster year, scoring forty plus goals, and Kuznetsov having another great year. Good because I got him on my team, fantasy. Yeah, we're get, we got another one coming up. Yeah, uh, these two guys leading the offense to a division win. That's my pick. Okay, sounds good. Um, I'm taking Pittsburgh. Okay. That's I think they're going to come back to the top. I see the Capitals going through a little bit of a Stanley Cup hangover, especially after all the beer Ovechkin drank. He's still trying to get back into shape. Um, I think Philly and Columbus, uh, they're going to be playoff bound maybe. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be battling, but I don't think they have enough to win the division yet. So I'm going back with the champs or the ex-champs, Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins. <laughs> Uh, Central. Um, it's funny the both both of our like you were torn between Tampa and Toronto. I was torn between. I mean, but yeah, really, like <laughs> who else? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's but no like we're Washington. not geni- we're not rocket scientists here. But <laughs> Kippy, it's not rocket science. Okay, fine. There's two teams, really. Okay, fine. Okay, out of the Central, I got <laughs> I got St. Louis winning the division, adding their center depth. Didn't change too much from an overall solid team. So I think with adding their uh, strengthening up the middle, I think that's going to win them the division. Yeah, I th- you know, hey, I like you going out on a limb here. I think that the goaltending is still not good enough for them to win. I know the Jets are going to be really good, but I think, uh, you know, I like Rene to win. I like Rene better than Helly bu- Hell of a Buck. So I think... Uh, Nashville. Nashville wins the Central again. Fair enough. Uh, Pacific. Um, this one's pretty much a given for me. San Jose coming out of the Pacific. Adding Carlson solidifies their defense even more than it already was. Um, adding Evander Kane as well last season. I think they are the team to beat right now besides the Capitals, of course, because they're the cup champs. Okay. Yeah, fair. That's fair enough. Um, I can't disagree. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Sharks. Too. Yeah, that one was like probably the uh, only sure. Ladies and gentlemen, it will be Shark Week every week because I predict <laughs> Vegas to take a step back, Anaheim to take a heavy decline, and the Sharks to be deadly. So it's going to be Shark Week every week. San Jose is just going to just, you know, they're going to win this division easily. Mm-hmm. That's my prediction. Okay. Um, all right, so... Now, you know what time it is now, Gibby. What time is it, Lewis? Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports Pick Weekly. We speak sports. 
<laughs> I messed that up so bad. <laughs> All right. A little throwback. <laughs> A little throwback. Uh, that'll be our new weekly sports picks intro. So, Gibby, let's start with you. We're back. Yeah, NHL we have to start now. with me. We're going to start with you. You are 0-2 yeah, on the season right yeah. now. You yeah. lost last week. Lizzie is 2-0, and and I you know, managed to get one win, so I'm 1-1. One one. So you're starting from behind after winning last year. So who are your two picks for this week? Listen, it's hockey now. It's not a comeback because I was here the whole time. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, okay, so as Lewis said, I lost. I'm moving two. But have no fear. Gibby will prevail and win at the end of the season. Mark my words. Ooh, so you heard it here first. My two picks for this week are Buffalo over Boston. And the score there will be 3-2 Buffalo. Um, that was on, that's a Thursday game. And then New Jersey over Edmonton. 4-1 New Jersey. Okay. Okay. Put it on the board. Okay. Uh, I'm choosing Columbus over Carolina. Mm-hmm. And I believe that's a Friday game. Mm-hmm. Can you confirm? I will confirm with yeah, you. Because I made a mistake. <laughs> I, I forgot to write down the day. Oh, oh shucks. Uh, yeah, uh, say your next yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah, it's Columbus over Carolina. It's a Friday game. Okay. So 4-1 Columbus over Carolina. And then I'm taking St. Louis to beat Chicago on Saturday, 5-3. Okay. And then Lizzie submitted her picks, and she's taking the Battle of Florida. And she's taking the Lightning to beat the Panthers 3-1. And she's taking the Jets to beat Dallas 4-3. to three. And those are both Saturday games. Okay. So... Good luck. Uh, I think Gibby's going to have a terrible season this, uh, you know. Yeah, you guys better hope picks. so. I think Lizzie's going to run away with it. She's already 2-0. and oh, It's just not looking good for us. And you're going to um, stay steady. So this was a little bit of a condensed version of Have a Listen. We wanted to get it out to you guys before uh, the season started. Uh, so before we go, I want to play a little pump-up song for everybody. And hopefully we hear a lot of this song. That was our little pump up for you guys. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, to bring in the season. And, uh, you know, that's all we have for now. See, See y'all later. Bye. Have a great time.